You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Aloha. Good morning. A little later than usual here on a Friday, 6.54, in fact, on January 15th. I hope you're uh, enjoying a sleep in because there isn't much to rush up for today. What with just two fresh centimeters on, uh, well, recorded at Pig Alley today on the Snow Ruler, what we commonly like to refer to as dust on crust. That's what with some uh, very much fluctuating temperatures yesterday at the rendezvous yesterday afternoon at two o'clock. It was just zero degrees, about minus two at Cat Skinner, but we had some rapid cooling and high winds overnight coming in from the west and southwest. Um, with the direction changing a little bit this morning, now coming in from the southwest and for the next couple of days, potentially the southeast. Well, winds right now on 7th Heaven and Peak looking at between 40 and 60 k's an hour. That's from about half an hour ago, but temperature-wise looking at... oh. I'd see minus two at Pig Alley and minus five at Whistler Peak. So we had a warmer afternoon yesterday and then with that freezing level dropping again, uh, expect some very firm conditions. That crust, <laughs> that dangerous crust off piste isn't going anywhere unfortunately, but we do have some warmer temperatures kind of coming our way. A freezing level expected of about potentially even 1300 today, but lowering overnight and then uh, yeah, fluctuating a little more on Sunday. We drew potentially eight centimeters though, mid-mountain on Saturday, but a mix of sun and cloud really throughout the weekend and sunnier skies coming our way with much warmer temperatures Monday morning and particularly in the afternoon. See a long range for the weekend. But like I said, just minus two at Pig Alley. Calm winds there in mid-mountain. But potentially, according to WB, some uh, gusty ridgetop winds coming through today and tomorrow uh, as well. Look out for those. Uh, looking at the webcam's visibility, it does look a little intermittent, I should say, for sure. We're due a mainly cloudy day, but due to uh, open up a little uh, in comparison to tomorrow, where the weather, like I said, comes in more in the afternoon, due eight centimeters overnight. We've got 92% of terrain open between West and Blackcomb, that's 250 trails of 269. And I've got to know who's been skiing them to get this record that somebody posted on the Whistle Winter group that uh, one pass holder at WB apparently skied 266,000 plus feet in one day. That's 155 times the height of the Empire State Building. Paul Fournier, have you been at it again? I don't know if anybody can really grab that. That's uh, people doing the math here, that's like 53 plus runs from peak down to the creek. So uh, I don't know who got their math there. And that's definitely not after a few laps at Symphony because Symphony ain't checking your pass. Hasn't been all season. <laughs> Value weather for you. This of oh, me. Let's do the avalanche advisory for you today. And going through the weekend, definitely still considerable in Alpine and Treeline. Oh man, I just had a little moth come at me. Bloody hell. All right, I'm going to find that again. Uh, <laughs> sorry, still considerable. And uh, as you tiptoe around these surface instabilities, remember their potential, if triggered, will step down to those persistent, deep, buried, weak layers that have still been triggering uh, those huge slab avalanches, really destructive lately. So great tips there from Avalanche Canada throughout the weekend, considerable in alpine and treeline. Ah, I do want to have a look at the roads for you. 6.58, our time check. That moth hasn't come back yet on January 15th. And not too much happening on the Sea to Sky road conditions page uh, with the webcam showing that the highway does look clear. However, side streets and the highway will have some, uh, for some very firm, slippery sections. We have some notifications there on Drive BC to look out for that, particularly heading northbound on the way to Lillooet with cooler temperatures. There's still no signal 
from the Duffy webcam, unfortunately. But if you are heading southbound today for the remainder of the day, there is still some utility work and tree pruning affecting some areas of Highway 99, particularly northbound around Lions Bay. There's some single lane alternating traffic there. Tree pruning around uh, Marin Lake Provincial Park, shoulder closure and traffic control there heading northbound, but in both directions too. Uh, we have some, uh, let's see, where was it? Calvin Grove and Brunswick Beach Road there, down, down by Lions Bay. That's, uh, oh no, that finished yesterday. They haven't updated that one. Sorry, team. <laughs> we do have some uh, utility work kicking off actually locally, but that's not until Monday. That's electrical maintenance between Blackcomb Way and Rainbow Estates there with a right lane closure in both directions. Good to know for Monday. I'll let you know about that again. Let me know uh, if you do have anything you want to share road-wise. You, know, you can always email me, thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. But take it easy out there with those firmer conditions in the morning. Whew. nothing major otherwise I can spot or any notifications right now. But uh, there are some local events I want to let you know about for the weekend. In fact, there's an event here I didn't realize kicked off on January 12th, earlier on in the week, a virtual event from the Whistler Film Festival. It's offering uh, a, f- a viewing of The Paperman, La Fortune en Papier, which was the 2020 Audience Award winner, directed by Tanya Lapon, uh, which is uh, online to audience all across Canada. And it's an affectionate look at Claude Lafortune, who I never knew was sort of Quebec's own version of Mr. Rogers and a staple of French Canadian television. So uh, looking at his story and life there and paper sculptures too. So worth looking at the paper man uh, that's being offered from the Whistle Film Festival online up until the end of the month, January 31st. But if you're looking, if you ever wanted to get into journaling, if you have, then the Whistle Public Library have an event for you on Sunday between 3 and 4 p.m. online, journaling with jewels, and each session explores something a little different. So check out all the details online. You will have to register in advance to take place on that Zoom meeting. Hmm. I have a couple of Whistler birthday shout outs for today and the weekend, including new mother and badass Caitlin Jobson. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. I'm sure you're up early with your little one, but I hope you have a wonderful day. And Chris spoils you. Sarah Jean as well. A very, very happy birthday to you. I know you'll be spending it in Squamish or Utnaboot. I hope the ducks are giving you, well, they're both males, weren't they? So they're not giving you eggs right now. Huh. Okay. Maybe I know you said you might be getting a couple more. I'll have to check in. And a very happy birthday to birthday boy Jason McIver. Yeah, you tried to sneak that one past us, didn't you? Nice try. It's been 10 years since I ordered you that birthday shot, um, that first one. But happy birthday to you, bud. And, uh, and just for you, go Leafs. I know you're a huge Leafs fan. But uh, I hope you have a great day, hey? And the sun shines on you. But a couple more birthdays over the weekend, actually. That's including uh, our favorite radiographer and X-ray technician, Derek Burden, a.k.a. Slim, along with Steve Protz on uh, as well. They share the same birthday with me. It's actually my birthday tomorrow. It feels very strange and different from usual years. I had an ice skating party down at, uh, not ice skating, roller skating party last year down at the... Uh, Oh, the hangar. Gosh, fun times. Somebody broke their wrist though. But anyway, Mary Bailey, it's her birthday as well on Sunday. Happy birthday to you, hun. Along with Jamie Bester. Happy birthday to you, bud. Apparently you're 104 years old, according to Facebook. Yeah, don't know about that. But happy birthday to everybody over the weekend. Yeah, Capricorn goats, you. I hope you have a great day. Uh, you share your birthday with some amazing facts shared to you today from Stinkies on the Stroll. And that's from this day in 1535, January 15th. Henry VIII actually declared himself head of the Church of England and give it a few more years. And his daughter, Elizabeth I, was crowned Queen of England in Westminster Abbey on the same day, but in 1559. The British Museum opened in Montague House in London in 1759. I didn't know this, but Wikipedia actually launched on this day in 2001. Tchaikovsky's Ballet Swan Lake premiered in St. Petersburg on this day in 1895. And written by Canadian James Naismith, the basketball rules were first published on this day in Triangle Magazine in 1892. 
1943, the Pentagon actually became the world's largest office building and completed its... Uh, it was completed today, and it would have been Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday today. He was born on this day in 1929, and Joan of Arc was too, same birthday. But yeah, she was born way back when, in 1412. Time is 7.04 here on your Friday roundup of the Whistler Pulse, where we do have a very special guest. Lozen, a.k.a. Megan M., is going to be sharing a great chat with us today and one of her tracks, Gold Digger. Hang tight for that, especially after her performance in the Here and Now with the Get Down Brothers, the Here and Now online festival that's happening right now uh, with Arts Whistler has been for several months. We've had Brother Twang in the local lounge. They've been on there, but Lozen performed last night. You can still catch the performance with the Get Down Brothers on the Arts Whistler's YouTube page. But she's going to be sharing Gold Digger and a chat with us today. But I going to make it interesting for you. I'm going to share a full pack of delicious Coast Mountain Brewing beer. That's two Hope You're Happy IPAs and two Protect Our Winters Pilsners. And all you have to do is tell me which chakra corresponds to her track Can't Wait, okay? want to know the chakra that correlates to that song, according to Lozen in her interview. And you could win yourself a magical mixed four-pack from Coast Mountain Brewing. Just email me first at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. And the track I'm going to share today is actually from Lozen. It's in our January recommended daily playlist. Today's track I recommend listening to after, of course, Gold Digger on the local lounge is her track Rumours. Mm-hmm. Along with the joke for you here for your weekend, got a little dad joke for you. One granddad says, oh, I feel like I have a real dad bod. But the dad says, to me, it's more like a father figure. Oh boy. Without further ado, Lozen in the local lounge. The Whistle Pulse Local Lounge. What kind of tea are we talking? I'm doing a, a little Rubio's action. Ooh, nice. I never yeah, know how to think of my parents. Oh, I never know how to pronounce it. Is it, is it Roybus? Is it Rubus? Yeah. How do you? I am probably rooting it. I, I don't know. We should Google that, though. <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 yeah, we'll call each other back and just YouTube how to say that. I'm just, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. I'm real good. Thank you. Real good. Been uh, trying to ski, but it seems like you aren't getting as much of that in your life these days. Yeah. I mean, and that started, that started once the veil kind of takeover happened because I had a pass. I mean, I volunteered for the last 10 years on the mountain. Uh, I had an amazing position. Um, and interestingly enough, like I did want to make a shift. Like I was a mystery rider, um, which was awesome. And then I wanted to shift into um, events and stuff because that's really what, you know, as, as with the radio station Whistler FM before and just the kind of work that I was doing um off the mountain I wanted to integrate the two but um damn yeah Vail got rid of my position and there wasn't really um the opportunity there so I mean I feel old school and you're like back in the day you know <laughs> totally totally but things have changed you know like right? so many. It's, uh, yeah. but I feel like elders must speak that's why you know when I was a kid and you'd hear an elder speak and they would do the back in the day thing you know mm-hmm. and and as a child I probably would roll my eyes like oh and now I'm like oh am I in that am I in that space now <laughs> <laughs> just from being in the bubble where you know yeah yeah it's crazy oh for sure but you've got a lot going on including your latest album that you must be so thrilled about yeah, that's been a long time in the making as well. Obviously, the world in a, a different place right now, but I mean, we're always shifting. So, 
doing my my best to count those blessings and and roll with it yeah like we got to yeah adapt and 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 try right yeah (laughs) so true um well gosh where to start because Lozen, megan like wait like best to go by your <laughs> how do i call myself who am i yeah like where to start you've been so such an integral part of the the whistler music scene for years be it on so many different levels be it at drum and bass nights or mm-hmm. like acoustically or the front woman of bands like you've had you've been it's just you've been in the scene the music scene for so long and you're now obviously based down in Squamish yeah but it what a change not just for, because of the world though too and that locale but as an artist to not be able to perform live like the past few months must have really meant an adaptation for you yeah, I mean it's it's interesting um, because before you know the world like pre COVID, post COVID, I guess we're still kind of in it, so we're not in the mm. post yet. But um, you know, I was working at at the station as you know, and you were as well. And even with that, there was a time that I was doing you know, five days a week there. And on top of that, and, and as you know, and as a lot of people in Whistler, I think can relate is having multiple jobs. If not two, a lot of people have three and sometimes even a fourth floater. Right. Oh yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that that's something that, that resonated with me as well. So I was working at this station, but I was also working, um, you know, as you said, doing the drum and bass nights, I was doing acoustic nights with bands. I was doing hip hop nights. Sometimes I was, um, working for the arts council doing, you know, whether it be stage management or, um, you know, uh, technical stuff doing the audio and visual stuff. So it was a lot. And I, I definitely, um, have always been the kind of person that wants to, learn like I I say this even though I'm losing my mind trying to learn something right now um you know like there's like when you're in it you're like ah kind of go crazy but I feel that you know it getting too comfortable I get I don't know that's not a that's not a space I live in very often and this is and similarly on the mountain too right you're like okay I know that and we all want to kind of uh, be comfortable with the things what we're doing, but then push because if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, I feel like that kind of gets boring, right? For sure, you're not growing. Um, yeah. So, like for me, I was loving when I, I told myself, like, "Hey, these are all the things I'm going to do," and I was doing it. But I got to the point that, um, you know, sometimes I was doing three gigs in a day, and I felt like wow. I was running myself to the ground. I was losing my voice. Um, you know, because a lot of the, the gigs where you perform with a live band, you're doing uh, three 45-minute sets. Now, if you do that like a few days a week, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like you're touring, right? Totally. Uh, and then when you're doing the morning stuff or the uh, and the night stuff with the drum and bass when it's like a really loud system and not necessarily like proper monitoring and all these things, like my body was definitely um, taking a toll. So I was already in the process of kind of... I guess, how would you say, like revisiting um, the vision that I had for my life, kind of doing a, a calibration and being like, okay, you said you want to do this, but how how are you feeling really and kind of reassessing and, and doing a check-in, right? Mm. So for me, I feel like I really needed this um, grounding time because I felt like I was like always on the road, even though you know, I was sleeping in my bed. I was still doing the commute also, um, from Squamish. Um, and just, yeah, it was, uh, I think that I really needed the, the grounding time, but that being said, kind of when, when I'm someone that's used to always doing things, Mm. um, and, and you're given this time, like I look at this as like an opportunity, like what, because you know, how else are you supposed to look at it? You know, you can wallow for as long as you want. That mm-hmm. just doesn't really change the situation. So what what can I, what can be like my most thriving um, space from this situation? How is this, how is this here to help me mm-hmm. in a sense? Mm-hmm. So I, I almost felt like, um, well, in the initial space was, okay, well, how do I curate the day for how I feel like is going to be the most balanced of finding out what is this new balance going to be for me mm-hmm. and kind of like getting, getting in that space. And then, um, 
don't know. And then also looking at like other aspects of my life that maybe I I wasn't nurturing as much before because I didn't have the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. So finding how that's important, like, yes, my music and the career is, is important, but I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not on my deathbed, but I think a lot of people on their deathbed, you know, they're not necessarily like, Hey, I wish I really worked so much harder Yeah, totally. or I wish, you know, and it's like more of these subtle things that, that we revisit. Like, I wish I had done this or, you know, so I was kind of uh, doing a lot of self inquiry and, and I still am. Um, where do we find that, that balance of I'm a disciplined person and I, like I, you know, it's important to show up for yourself and not just your, your work, but just for yourself, whether it be like, Hey, I want to, um, you know, working out is important to me or the mountain is super important to me. And if, and if you do honor that and value that, like, do you have the actions and follow through that are aligned with that? Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know, for me, I, I looked at it as an opportunity, but I also kind of went to a space of feeling like, well, you're never going to have this opportunity again. So you got to take advantage and, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of go with that eight type personality. And so, you know, just doing my best. I think we're all just kind of really? doing our best to figure it out. For sure, for sure. And you've been, uh, well, the the album, we really need to talk about your latest release, your seven-track album, but probably as well those beautiful Mandela necklaces that you've been making Ooh. as well. They are yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> That's interesting because that came because I feel like I have to be, I'm in the space where I'm my own parent and my own child right now. <laughs> no. Uh, and I think a lot of people in Whistler can relate to that too, because we don't have family here, but now when you're, you know, cut off from all the things that you're used to, I'm like, okay, well now I have this space. Like what are the, it was like, it's like coming back to honoring the inner child. I was like, okay, yeah, you have the projects and the work that you're doing, but remember fun, like fun is important mm. and you know as adults we like schedule fun it's like this really weird um thing but I started thinking about um it was actually that started as me giving um myself breaks and periods where I wasn't working on this project and I started doing like just gifting things to people I was making these uh these boxes that were essentially kind of like freestyle crafting. I got pretty crafty. Mm. <laughs> so I'd have somebody in mind and then I'd find like um, different pieces of inspiration and I'd craft these boxes. And throughout the process, I thought about doing these pendants. I'm actually wearing one right now. So it has the, um, it has the album design. Beautiful. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a mandala. Um, it's a six petaled um, mandala, which is related to the throat chakra. So really um, communication and being able to express that. And obviously um, as audio kind of being the main medium of an album that's related there. And so I crafted this actual, this actual box that I have on my altar and it started as really um it started as really looking at like the space of my life that was the career and then looking at the spiritual stuff and, and wondering why, you know, why do I have to put these in separate boxes and make them like my spiritual life is this and my personal life is this and like mm-hmm. compartmentalize. And I'm like, well, why can't we have this integrated thing where like, that's all, that's all part of the same thing. So I created this box to put on my altar. And then I had the idea of, Really, it was just a way for me to to shift my creativity and uh, and use my hands and like get into my body. And then I thought about like the meaning of of stones and even this like matter of because um, it's wood, right? And I think about like wood and and where wood comes from. And it comes from trees and trees being a part of the earth, but it wouldn't you know, uh, become a tree if it didn't have the sunshine and it didn't have the water or, um, even for me getting this wood, if I didn't have the person that like, um, cut the wood or engraved it or the person that, you know, made the stone. So I kind of like turned it into this meditation of like, look at all that went into this, just like one, um, this like one piece, you know, and then thinking about like all the people or even the meditation of like what I'm eating, like I might be having my oatmeal and I think about like, yeah, it's oatmeal, 
but like look at the story of where that came from and everything that um like got it to my plate so I kind of started doing it as a blessing like I would make these um mandalas and and take uh the pendants and and take stones that that had meaning and then I would um meditate and put them on my altar and really just send blessings to it and send blessings to like everyone that was involved from the elements themselves to like every single person that helps to even like my computer because I was doing photoshop stuff you know mm-hmm. and those are it's easy to forget that that's like they're all part of the process right like even the phone that I'm on right now like I yeah. gotta thank my phone <laughs> Yeah, you got to. Yeah. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't be able to talk to you right now. True, true. Absolutely. In this in this current time. Yeah. I can't even see your beautiful face, which is a shame. <laughs> but um yeah, but I do get to see your beautiful face on Thursday night. But I mean, this is going to go out on the Friday podcast. So yeah. it's going to already be released via Arts Whistler, your here and now performance that you obviously recorded with the Get Down Brothers prior to the latest restrictions coming into effect when you could still meet and yeah. jam and perform. Mm-hmm. So when when did you get together and lock that down with the Get Down Brothers? And have you you've performed with them quite a few times? Yeah, so we've been playing together for years. Um, and then initially, like this festival had normally been a, a program that they would do in the stroll, right? Yeah. Um, so that was initially how uh, we got booked. And then obviously, you know, um, the world always changing and having to adapt. So they said, you know what? Um, we're going to make it online. Um, so we went in and actually recorded back in November at the Maury Young uh, Art Center. And I mean, and kudos to their staff too, because like I said, like a lot of people, we're all just, we're all in this, but we're all figuring new stuff out. So, you know, um, they got all this new equipment and they were, they're learning too. They're like, okay, so, okay, we can't do that. And if we stayed in that mindset, that's not really helpful, but what can we do? So they got, um, you know, audio stuff and video stuff and, uh, really lucky that we were able to perform in that capacity because, you know, I'm learning right now, uh, a software called OBS to do performance stuff. Um, and it's challenging, mm. you know, it's definitely a, a learning curve. So kudos to anyone and including yourself that's saying, okay, I'm in this situation. Um, how, how do I thrive or how do I make the best of it? Or how do I see those silver linings? So I feel very fortunate that um they've included me and that they're still you know um supporting creatives really totally like being solution oriented like you said like okay we can't do it this way what what way can we do exactly and bring bring arts to people because it's exactly what sets us apart you know like humans uh, interaction creativeness you know it's productivity and and without it you know people are sitting there just plugging in a Netflix, but to really get access to mm. to live music. So kudos to you for putting out an album at a time where it's so challenging, probably mentally, to put that all together with Soul Path. Like, and you know, like you must be be thrilled on it. But that's going to be like rumors. That track's super emotional. Like, you know, oh thank you. Oh, Gold Digger Two, the title <laughs> track. Like, I've been playing your album at the Alpine Cafe. <laughs> oh, loving it. No, no, like you, you should be proud. You should be stoked on releasing that material at a time where it is, it is harder. It's harder to do that and get that out there. It's interesting because even, um, you know, before this happened, this was this kind of space of, of self inquiry where I feel like I'm, I'm, I have more time now to, to dive in even deeper, but I was already contemplating that, you know, I was already contemplating what aspect and just be really real, you know, cause you could say, Oh, everything's all good. And maybe it is. And good is very relative as well. For sure. I think that, you know, we're, we're living in waves, just like the, uh, just like the seasons are in waves. So to really check in and be like, which parts of myself am I, am I not honoring or, or which parts are out of balance? What parts do I feel, um, need work? 
Mm. You know, um, and that's something that I'm I'm always working on, but I'm I'm getting better at recognizing it. And I still have my meltdowns, you know, but I'm <laughs> I'm learning what uh for me helps me be more balanced. And I know like there's certain practices that help me be more balanced. I know that like working out mm. helps me be more balanced. Nature helps me be more balanced. Mm. And finding, you know, a, a more integrative space. And I feel really lucky that um that I have music um to be able to I, st- I think it is a form of escapism though. <laughs> I mean, you know? Maybe, yeah. But but is it escapism or it's an outlet, right? You know, a lot of people maybe have their way of sharing, be it via conversation, which we're all struggling to get as much of. All those social interactions, you know, leaning on friends when we're so physically isolated and physically mm. distanced. So for you to have an outlet and expression that's so beautiful, like and so unique because not everybody has that opportunity you know yeah that's something that I uh I feel very very fortunate and and I do my best to especially you know when I'm in um those spaces where things may not be going um quote-unquote well like when you Mm -hmm. hit those roadblocks I always wonder I'm someone that looks at at life like a dream you know so I do my best to kind of be like okay this is my dream where are the patterns that are coming up right um you know and and like what is this telling me if if this was a movie and i was watching it and like i'm the character in the movie but i'm looking at it as the observer Mm. what would i be able to um like cut through and see like oh if you you know when you're watching movie you're like this is doing that again what is she doing you know and you're like come on it's more challenging when you're in it um so there's definitely uh, times where I go there. Like I, I, I went to go visit my parents for a while and I came back and like my battery, my car battery was dead and then uh. my tape deck messed up and then my laptop uh, audio was out. And, you know, it was like a whole bunch of things. Mm. And I want to be able to still um, honor that like, hey, this doesn't necessarily feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that people can go into passive aggressive behavior. They're like, it's fine. They <laughs> <laughs> just go like postal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being like, okay, this is happening. And, you know, all right, sit with that. It doesn't necessarily feel good. Is there, what can I do about it? Yeah. Is there maybe sometime, like, maybe this isn't the time? Maybe sometimes it is the time to work on it. Maybe sometimes it's not. Maybe you need to, like, take a bath. Mm -hmm. or like you need to go have a cup of tea or you need to ask somebody like even speaking with someone that might help you um like open up things you know what I mean maybe you need to have a cry that's okay too for sure it's a journey life is a journey like you said yeah it's a roller coaster it comes with ups and downs and doesn't meant to be highs all the time right and they say it comes in threes so it sounded like the battery the laptop oh yeah there is a there's just a whole bunch of and I was doing my best to laugh and sometimes I look at it as you know like I don't know I don't see the bigger picture right so maybe my car battery died you know and there's obviously the linear where you needed a new car battery (laughs) it was time there's like that um you know on on the physical like gross level but there's also like maybe like I would have gotten in an accident if it started right then yeah you know what I mean like I don't I don't really know all those ins and outs and maybe it's like a challenge sometimes I look when I get like roadblocks as am I going is there am I getting all these blockages on purpose to be like girl you're going in the wrong direction can you just read the signs yeah yeah. (laughs) you know and then sometimes it could be a test of perseverance you're like well okay do you really want it for sure you say you want it so you're going to be determined are you going to just give up on this um you know, these little setbacks. And I think that that can, can, that can go through from anything career wise to like friends to, you know, work situations or lovers. It's like knowing, like just being so brutally honest with yourself, like with kindness, (laughs) but, but being really real because, you know, what's the point of, I guess you can, um, lie to yourself if you want. They do say ignorance is bliss, but I don't know. 
Yeah. No, I hear you. I had that with my residency, you know, and I had hurdle after hurdle and it was yeah. the same thing where you're like, okay, is this a test in perseverance? You know, because mm. it's something, some, not everything, you know, the good things in life, they say don't come easy. So you, it's a challenge. It's something you step up to, or do you at the same time look at it and think, man, you know, is it telling me to go the other way? Yeah. 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 So for you, you just kept going at it. Oh man, I I got long legs. I jumped those hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> like they kept coming, and I kept going for hundred meters, yes. eight hundred meters. And how? And like, does it mean that during that process, you're like, this is great. I love when this happens. <laughs> like, I'm sure. I don't know. Did you have some meltdowns? Some like oh, crisis yeah. of faith along the way? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that that's like being. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to feel good. I think that like pain and suffering that's just that's just like human existence it doesn't mean we have to live in that space but to recognize it and be like okay you know Mm -hmm. and and just not stay there too long yeah 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 exactly you make sure you make sure you dig yourself out you jump that hurdle eventually even if you just I try to to keep a shovel around with me at all times yeah yeah I can just dig myself in whatever hole I just buried myself in oh you know yeah great tool to have always have one don't forget to bring a shovel you know (laughs) well speaking of digging (laughs) do you do you have a a track that you want to share on the podcast that you've particularly got a message about that you'd like to share with listeners or Hmm. Mm. I would say, I mean, so if, if those, uh, that are listening aren't familiar, um, the, the seven tracks, um, I've related to, to the chakras. And, um, if people aren't familiar with that, essentially like, uh, energy systems within your body and that's starting from, uh, the earth, you're kind of like, uh, your root chakra and like moving up to the crown. Mm. So I look at it as, um, and I can go through, there's, there's, there's the, the root and then you have the sacral, um, you have your solar plexus, your heart chakra, the throat chakra, uh, the third eye and the crown. And they all relate, um, to different things in our life. They even have, uh, colors and sounds. Mm-hmm. Now I, I look at it as, um, how do these, how do these energies like express in my life? So for me, I would say probably full bigger. Um, and, and the last one, I am one are the like bookends, right. so to yeah. speak. Mm. Um, and I mean, gold digger, I initially that idea that it came out of reading the alchemist. I don't know if you've ever read yeah, the alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I read it a long, long time ago. And then I reread, I love reading. That's one of my um, nighttime practices. And I mainly read um, nonfiction, like metaphysics, philosophy, uh, woo-woo stuff, I guess you could say. <laughs> what um, but, but this one had a lot of undertones of kind of um, the hero's journey, um, which like, and you look at it, like in any movie, there's going to be a starting, there's going to be some kind of, um, you know, um, how do I say some kind of conflict and there's going to be like a resolution, but there's these things that we have to work through. That's just like this, that's just our stories mm-hmm. as, um, mm-hmm. as humans. So I kind of wanted to look at with the, with the alchemist for him, it was, um, you know, knowing that he had to leave, let's say the shore essentially, and knowing, not sure exactly where he had to go, but just knowing he had to take this quest. And I look at that as, um, you know, equally so for me and my music, but also digging deeper again to these other places in my life mm. and looking and like being really honest, like how am I doing in my uh, romantic relationships? What patterns are coming up there? How am I doing, um, you know, for me, uh, which is interesting, um, I think a lot of people have the notion that artists are quite um, extroverted. Mm. Whereas for me, I would say I'm actually an introvert, even though I do have qualities of an extrovert. Um, it's really important for me to have that that alone time to kind of like balance. I guess it's like, I want to be as authentic and open with everyone I'm with, but with that energy being an empath, I can go out of balance. So I need to be able to like retreat to kind of, um, to reboot. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you look at it like we're like sleep, but even just when you're, if you're uh, doing a radio show or whatever, afterward, I feel like it's important to have that um, energy kind of like calibration mm-hmm. of you after. But for me, I, something that I knew I needed to work on was my, um, my third chakra, which is really my solar plexus. And that's like, um, feelings of like self-worth, like worthiness. I, like, I went through, I'm still doing work on that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's still being honest with myself. And my mother said something that was really interesting is that, you know, there's how, um, the words that we use, which I think um, are are really important, the words that we choose to use, but also there's like that internal talk, right? Right. And sometimes we may not hear that as clearly because it's not um, it's not it's not words coming out of that our mouth that we catch the same way, right? Um, so there was things that I was would be saying to myself. It's like our internal uh, play. You know, the movie that's the tape that's playing inside your head. Sure. And when I would share with my mother, she said, you know, um, treat yourself. She would repeat, I guess, things that I uh, was talking about and say, like, treat yourself like your best friend. And like, how are we able to kind of do that? In, in a, not a not a narcissistic way. I think it's, this is like coming down to self care, mm-hmm. right? And like, um, we're living in this space where obviously um we're both on social media and that's that's like a tool and and it's a tool that um we use for our business we use it for radio you use it for your podcast and um, that certainly has value but when using that as a a kind of metric of how you value yourself of you know how many likes did you get or like uh you get into the comparison game of other people it's like really dangerous uh territory and as as a performer when you're uh you know you're going to express yourself and um uh, your art but then there's also it's an exchange right like so if you're performing there is in my mind, there's an exchange that's happening with whoever the receivers are. Yeah. And like, I, I want people to, to, to receive, um, you know, I, I can't change their experience. I can only, um, I can only, I'm only in control of myself. Right. But I do believe that we have an effect on other people. Now, if I get into this space though, of I, um, give my power up, and how that person perceives me is then um, how I value myself. That's really that gets into really dangerous territory, right? Right. Um, so that's something that I'm I'm definitely more aware of um, of just being like really honest with myself and how do I feel and am I am I um, am I loving myself and like I'm being and recognizing when maybe I'm not being so nice to myself. And, and then when you are nicer and kinder and more compassionate, I think with yourself, you're more able. And I think you have a real natural gift. You have a very open um, heart. You know, it's very, it really is. It's, it's beautiful. It's just like light and it's warm and, um, you know, and, and, and I Thank feel you. like that just your presence has an effect on the people around you. This is without you even having to say anything. And that, um, to me shows that you have an impact on people and that we all have impact on people. So that's why it's really important for us to take care of ourselves and to like learn to love those parts of us that are like, maybe you can look at it as your shadow, you know, the dark stuff that we, it's like honor it, see it, and love that space too because that gives us a better opportunity um to show up for other people that are going you know that are going through whatever they're going through because everyone's experience um is is quite different and whatever we see is only just like the tip of the iceberg of whatever that human story is whatever they're carrying from their family their work their life their lover like all of that stuff right Good analogies yeah, yeah so that's kind of the stuff that I'm just I guess recognizing more is that the more I'm in tune with myself and and um in a loving way because it doesn't do anything if you're just you know 
judging yourself all the time. The more I can do that, then the more I'm able to be there for other people as well. For sure. For sure. Wow. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to come on here and share everything you just did on here. Like beautifully done. Beautifully said. Aww. Such a wordsmith. Like it's incredible. Yeah. Bless you. No, no. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're, you got to spend that time, you know, with your family. That's so important right now. Like that's, that's really special. Like, yeah. And that hopefully you get to go get up the mountain a bit more, you know, for that outlet too. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, I think I realized how spoiled I've been with some black holes. <laughs> you know, you don't realize when you have it until it's gone. I'm like, oh yeah. That was, uh, that was something really special. Do you still have a pass then? I do. I do. Yeah. I'm part time ski instructing. So trying to get up and up there as much as I can. I went up today being a Wednesday and it was, uh, it was tin roof up there. It was challenging. It was nothing but firm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But Hey, and I mean, even in those scenarios, I always look at it as like, okay, so what can we do with this, right? Totally. It's it's a challenge. You you turn that frown upside down for sure. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on here, Megan. Like, I can't thank you enough. Oh, bless. Thank you for having me, Laura. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, Megan. Have a wonderful day. You too, Laura. Awesome. Hope to see you soon <laughs> whenever we can. Okay. It'll happen when it's supposed to. I trust it. Here on the local lounge, Lozen's title track from her latest album, Gold Digger. Trigger figures, four years chasing the grand. 
podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.